Zeddy Whittingham with Clock Tower Tap Room. You're listening to The Joint by Chris Hitchcock on the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. The only joint my mama burned was on the rural route. She parked in old man Tater's woods so she wouldn't be found out. Turned off her dome light, snuck off by herself. Crashed down beneath that window, fired it up, gave it hell. At that hangout my daddy used to hang around. We watched it all go up and smoke until it all came down Just like that the taps and stools and tables got turned To the only joint my mama ever burned I'll get sassy and bluegrass, come on Hey, this is Eddie Winningham with Clock Tower Tap Room Billiards, and you're listening to the Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. Welcome in to the latest and greatest episode of the Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. Thank you, as always, to our man with the plan, Chris Hitchcock, for our theme song, as always. You can follow him on Instagram, at Chris Hitchcock, and search for him on all music streaming devices. I'm joined by one of my co-hosts this evening, Wayne the Sage. You can search him on YouTube, Wayne's Beer Delivery, and follow him on Instagram and Twitter, at Wayne's Beer Delivery. Stephen the Mayor is sans tonight, but you can follow his antics and videos on Instagram, at Southern Bling Beer Reviews. And of course, yours truly, producer and humble correspondent, Chase. So you could search me on YouTube, Nut, nutmeg to palmetto and follow me on tiktok and instagram at nutmeg to palmetto speaking of youtube wayne and i do our own little i don't know if we call them side hustles but side projects on youtube and we've encountered some rather nice people through these forays and adventures Fans and listeners of the show may remember when we hosted the Hops and Stocks Fellows for a little podcast on podcast action. Well, today, two-thirds of our of our normal team can, can say this. We're hosting a little BrewTuber on BrewTuber action and host three of Wayne and mine's favorite people and best friends on YouTube. Out of sunny central Florida, to which he reminds us quite a bit how warm it is, Coming to you straight from the man cave, an individual I've affectionately come to refer to as Young David, the host behind the channel Dave's TV. It's Dave himself. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Next up, the dynamic duo of the Windy City. They know crafts, both the beer kind and the artsy kind, and they speak goodly to great success. 
The brains and often brawn, especially when opening all sorts of paint and hodgepodge behind the imperfectly knee crafts channel. Mallory and choose to the side of the camera. Hi. Hi, everyone uh, from the Windy City. Nice and chilly up here. I'm sure Dave's loving that Florida weather right now. Um, I'm Mallory. She was, well, here. Let's say hi to Hi. It's a podcast. They oh, can't yeah. see your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I forget about that. And finally, last but certainly not least, straight out of the ATL with goals of turning big box macro drinkers into craft nerds by each video drop, the founder of the Hardcore Pub and his own aptly named channel where it's always open and it's always hard. Give it up for Brian the Beer Snob. Oh, I'm going to try to stay warm because I'm suing for a false advertisement because Hotlanta is going to be a balmy 28 degrees tonight, and I'm not Ooh. loving it. Ooh. What's what's my low up here? 36. It's downright sauna. <laughs> it's, not, it's not right. This is the south. It's supposed to be hot. How cold? Ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> Ilo is 52 degrees here in South Central Florida. Oh, well, I'm gosh, at 28 too, so me and Atlanta are the same. So Chicago and Atlanta, yay, 28 degrees. <laughs> All right, everybody, meet Dave's. Yeah, <laughs> the poles have reversed themselves. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming on our humble and small podcast here. As Chase has said, you know we have. Uh, Watched you guys, uh, learned a lot from you guys, um, interacted quite a bit. Um, you guys are really top notch. So um, I really should have really prepared for this a lot better, but it's been a hell of a Monday. But um, so what made you guys decide that you're going to do a craft beer YouTube channel? For a craft beer and craft YouTube channel. Uh, so after COVID, my, my husband, Chu, and I have been going to craft breweries for nine, 10 years. We've been loving it. We would travel all over. Wherever we went, we had to go. When COVID hit and we couldn't go, uh, three breweries that we cared about very deeply didn't make it. We didn't like that. We want them to stay open because we like them a lot. So uh, I had had an idea of having a, a YouTube channel just to make things as a crafter because I'm a hand crafter and designer and stuff like that. And we decided to tie the two together and give me some focus on my crafting so it's not all over the place. I actually have a thing to base my crafts off of. But we decided to start our channel to promote breweries that we went to that we loved to see if we could help them stay open and to bring more people into the fold of craft beer drinking. And then I just, I have to make things or I go insane and I take two with me. I do. Um, so <laughs> if I'm not making things, it's a problem. So yeah, it actually all worked out really well. We're having a, a lot of fun doing it. Oh, we love meeting all the folks and 
promoting these places and trying to make things better for them as small business owners. And who knows, maybe one day we'll own one ourselves. I don't know. We haven't decided yet, but it's going to be fun all along the journey. Your viewers might often wonder, does Chew help or hinder that sanity process? <laughs> it depends on the situation. If I can't open the spray paint, he helps. He, he makes it better. He helps with my sanity. If he is telling me how to use the spray paint, we have problems. <laughs> so it kind of goes both ways, to be honest. As far as the drinking goes, though, it's, it's all good for both of us. So if you decide to open up your own uh, brewery or tap room, I think the name Craft and Draft has already been used down here in South Carolina. I think we might stick with Imperfectly Neat Crafts if we open, because it'll probably have a craft store too. <laughs> Very Perfect. nice. Dave, you got introed first, so why don't we let Brian speak on his journey first? Down with that. Okay, well, um, mine started during COVID too. My wife was the one who wanted to start a YouTube channel, and so I set her up a thing in the basement, and um, she refused to film. And after like the fourth time of me asking, because I was excited to be behind the scenes and just help out behind the scenes, um, she snapped at me when I asked her too many times. So I kicked her out of the basement, and I said, I'm going to film my own channel. And she kind of gave me that snooty, oh, what are you going to do? I said, I'll think of something. So I just kicked her out of the basement. I went to the fridge, grabbed a beer and said, you know what? I'm just going to drink a beer on camera so everybody can see it. And that's how it got started. And it was during COVID as well. Um, I, was all, I was off work for two months during COVID. So I had a lot of downtime. And um I really hated it in the beginning because it was so difficult talking to a camera. Nobody's in there. It's just horrible, horrible. But you know what? The more I did it, the more in love I fell with the whole process. And now I just I look forward to filming all the time. It's just uh, with kids and everything. I, I got to fit it in when I can fit it in. I'm falling behind schedule. But uh, one day it'll all get back on track. That that's funny to me because like I every time I every time I always see um with with any with any of our channels and, and any of our additional friends as well, whenever it's I see someone, a significant other, a neighbor, child, friend, whatever the case may be, come onto the channel that's not normally on the channel, it's always like, oh, what a cameo, yes. So like with you, it's there like Mrs. Beer, Mrs. Beerstone, I'm like, it's Mrs. Beerstone. And that's so funny. They're like, you made the channel for her and she just rejected it from you immediately. <laughs> Supposedly, she's starting up her channel here. Um, she has it put one video out. She's supposed to be doing more, but we'll just see. Yeah, actually, how I found Brian on YouTube is I actually searched Orange Blossom Pilsner beer reviews and the first video i saw of brian him and um he had two other guests on his show and they were, were talking about the orange blossom pilsner um out of orlando i know real exciting stuff right <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, 
Uh, I'm just wondering, I, I don't remember, would that have been Dave from Dave's TV before he was Dave's TV and my brother-in-law, I'm wondering, or if that was at the house with my nephew, maybe. And might have been with the nephew and maybe his significant other. I'd, I'd, I'd be honest with you, it's been a long time. I don't remember. Yeah, I, don't, I was going to say that it was probably your nephew because you and I did the... Uh, Three daughters, that blonde ale, I think it was, and a couple of others at um, at your in or your sister's house. Yeah, that one kind of turned into a little bit of a disaster because I had just bought this new laptop and I had no mm -hmm. idea. Like I say, I'm not a, I'm a total tech, I'm a tech idiot, and apparently the laptop I bought um, has a very directional microphone on it, and it would pick my voice up because I was sitting here and had Dave on one side, my brother-in-law on the other side, and everybody that was in the chat was talking about, we can't hear them. We only hear you, Brian. Why, why can't we hear them? And I'm like, I don't know why you can't hear them. They're sitting right next to me. They're talking loud. I don't know why. I bought the wrong laptop, I guess. <laughs> Admit it, Brian. It was by design. <laughs> it was. I was a little bit of a hog there. So, uh, you know, but thing like that, you know, it, these are things that you just uh, – lessons you learn along the way you know there's there's been a lot of times that i've filmed and i thought i had my mic on when i bought an external mic and then you end up going to the editing and i'm like where's the sound at where's the sound i i only had one beer i can't reshoot <laughs> i suppose i could pour water in the can and pretend and say my this is awful light but you know I, we've all been there we've i'm sure we've all lost a video due to some kind of technical glitch that was beyond our control but it's still, it's as devastating as it is. You know, you just move on and learn. And I, I had that happen to me when I bought my, uh, when I bought a better mic uh, or rather bought a mic actually for the purpose of YouTube. And <laughs> fortunately I did have a second one of the beer that I was reviewing because that first one was definitely gone and the moment was passed. <laughs> No, when mine happened, it came from a beer I got from one of our other good buddies, uh, TK, out of Ohio. And it was the only one that I had of that oh, beer. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And it was probably one of the ones I was most excited to get because it was a baseball theme. But uh, sometimes you just take the footage and you salvage it some way, shape, or fashion. I honestly thought when I lost it, I still had the video and I thought, well... How am I going to dub this? My my voice isn't going to match my lips because I have no clue what I said. Um, but I thought that would look kind of stupid. Me just talking with my lips moving, nothing matching up. It'd be like a, a bad you know, a Japanese movie where. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate ventriloquist. <laughs> Young David, how'd the man cave start? Oh, man. Well, the man cave started way before I did my YouTube channel when I first got married. But uh, I guess two people got me started on, on the craft beer scene. My brother-in-law was always trying to get me to try something different. And, you know, I was drinking Mick Ultras. That's all I ever drank, Mick Ultra. And I'd switch it up a little bit during the summer and drink Bud Light Lime. You know, that's big time beer, you know. But um, started during COVID, I started watching... I said, holy crap, Brian's got a YouTube channel. So I started watching it and uh, 
kind of got me onto it. And I started watching uh, Matt and Trevor from Legit Beer Review. And I watched all their seasons at the time. <clears throat> and I guess then I got with Brian. I said, what do you think about me starting up a, you know, a beer review channel? And at the time, I just changed the – it wasn't really a channel. I just had this so I could watch other people and comment and like. And I changed it to Dave's TV. And he's like, why would you change that? You can review whatever you want. It doesn't have to always be beer. So um, I would say Brian kind of got me started on the actual pushing me for the YouTube channel. And I've been loving it ever since. I started it in July of 2021 and been going since then. Brian, you've created a monster. That's right. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's fun to, because uh, like I say, well, I remember watching all of you, all of you guys, uh, you know, from back from the very beginning. And it was nice to see that when, when I watched you guys, your early, your early videos, I could tell that you guys were just as uncomfortable as I was in the beginning, but it's nice to see everybody's channel as they grow and they, they get more comfortable and the videos get better. That's what I like to watch. Um, when I watch somebody whose channel in their very first video looks like it was a Hollywood production, everything's perfect. I'm like, this ain't this get this person's first time in front of the camera, you know, um, because it is, it is, it's a very difficult thing. And I think that's, a, that's one of the things about having a YouTube channel that most people who just watch videos don't understand is how difficult it is to talk for a few minutes with no script. And you're just saying what's coming off the top of your head and to try to make it interesting to keep people watching. Uh, how difficult that is because it's a, it's a one-sided conversation. I mean, it's easy to talk to somebody and that's why I, you know, I, I do like to do like collaborations and stuff where I'm actually talking and somebody's talking back to me. I think it just makes the videos that much more entertaining because it's easier to listen to a conversation than it is just listen to one person talk, you know, so Congratulations on everybody for being so much better than we all were at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to, to that point, it's one thing when you're in a social situation, you're chatting back and forth, and all of a sudden your brain, your, your brain goes blank, and you're like, shit, what was my next thought process? Like, what was I going to say next? When you're sitting there just staring at the camera, and all of a sudden your brain goes blank, and it's just like deer caught in the headlights. And you're like, uh, uh, no, dead air, dead air, no, no, no. It's what makes a good blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> I got to work on, I, 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 Lord knows I got plenty of those. I got to work on one of them. <laughs> Lord knows. Thank God for, I found the editing app. <laughs> yeah. The editing has helped a lot with all of my ums, uhs, silences, awkward moments, not being able to speak goodly, all that. <laughs> well, you and Chew have a blooper reel on, on you, you cut a blooper reel together at end of a lot of your episodes anyway. That's nice. Well, I mean, it's lovely. A lot of our videos are longer form, uh, half hour or so. So we'll have four hours of footage that I have to turn into less than a half hour. Mm -hmm. And when you're cutting that much, well, you catch some ridiculous moments. And we like to... <laughs> remind people that we're still human and we're not well we're imperfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally what the channel name was for 
before we move on to our next question, and I'd never, ever, 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 ever do this, but just in case he winds up listening to this episode, I just want Drew to know I'm going to drink this out of the can. He does like that. Yeah, he is not a fancy guy when it comes to the beer drinking. <laughs> Savage. You've each reviewed copious amounts of brews and mostly tasty ones. Don't ask Brian about those seltzers, though. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad you guys um, jump on that grenade for me. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about, though. That four-pack or the, the variety pack. But of all the swill that's gone down your throats, what styles are your favorites to drink? And if different, which ones are your favorites to actually review and feature on the channels? Let's reverse it. Let's reverse it from before. Dave, take it. Start it off. Uh, Y'all shouldn't even have to ask that question. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with IPAs, man. I, I like them all. <laughs> Hazies, Deucies, Milkshakes. Um, I like them all, man. Uh, that's probably one of my best beers that I like with you. Is a good, good IPA. Well, my... my my favorite style is is stouts specifically. I, I love the peanut butter and chocolate stouts. They're the mm. best. Mallory and Chu mm. did give me a fantastic one. That bear. Uh, let this last summer when, when they came down. And I'm trying to remember the name of it. I have the can. I kept it. I love it so good. I didn't rinse it out because I like to occasionally just go and stick my nose in the <laughs> hole of the can and inhale it because it just <clears throat> smells so good. What was that, Mallory? That was... Uh, it's Fat Bear from Hot Butcher. Fat Bear from oh, Hot Butcher. I'm so looking forward, so looking forward to going to Hot Butcher. I hope that's on the uh, agenda. They have it on tap. They have it on tap. It's oh, on tap. Man. It's better if, on tap. <laughs> I'm going to be okay. in trouble. I want to try everything else, but if that's on tap, I'm crawling up on the bar and just opening my mouth and saying, <laughs> just let it flow. Yeah. I, I got that image in my head now. <laughs> that that is that is one of the best peanut butter chocolate beers ever and if you don't believe me get your hands on one. Oh yeah it's so good <laughs> i suppose that means it's my turn now huh <laughs> um, uh so for me i love scotch ales and wee heavies that is my go-to almost every time uh, I love anything malty. I like ambers, browns. That style has always been my favorite. My crossover beer was uh, Fat Tire, which I heard they're changing the recipe on, and I'm not happy about that, but that's okay. They can do what they want. Um, but yeah, so I, I lean towards those. However, for the channel, uh, I like reviewing beers from unknown breweries a lot more than breweries that are well known like i we haven't filmed goose island partially because they have a marketing department that probably wouldn't let us film but also because they don't need our help i mean we started the channel to help breweries so we'd look for the tiny micro nano itty bitty places that no one's heard of and they're the ones that i really want to show off because if someone comes to chicago i wanted to go there i want these places to stay open if someone goes to 
uh, Fargo where we filmed a couple or if they go to Kansas City where we filmed a couple and they try those places, keep them open, you know? So I love reviewing the small time beers. Nice. What about the styles that you loves that you like to tell the audience that this was Chu's idea, not mine? <laughs> uh, so for Chu, he lives for sours. Uh, that's been about nine months that he's been obsessed with sours. Before that, it was all stouts and heavies, uh, like the stouts and the porters and the dark beers. Huh? Oh, yeah. He lives for dragon's milk. When we went to New Holland... They had nine variations of dragon's milk and the flights have four in them. So we ordered four, four flights for the two of us. Nine of the beers were dragon's milk and I had to roll him to the car when we were finished <laughs> because he had to drink every single one. <laughs> well, I, I know this is 100% true and accurate. She had to, get him out and she was walking straight as an arrow because she's a beast. Um, don't let the fact fool you that she's a woman that can't handle her beer because I'll tell you what, she'll out drink all of us combined. And I honestly don't think she can get drunk to be, to be honest. Oh, I certainly can. But I think TK could have beat me while we were there in Atlanta except that he wasn't feeling well. I think the heat was getting to him. I think he could have outdrank me anytime, but uh, both he and Shane were debilitated for one reason or another. And I think I, I had the upper hand on that one <laughs> for the drinking at least. <laughs> yes. I want, I want to just clap up your Scotch ale set uh, comment for a second, because that, that style was almost non-existent oh. up in New England. And then all of a sudden I moved down here and every third or fourth brewery features some kind of Scotch ale. And I just kind of proverbially fell in love with that style. And I'm like, not, I don't, and I don't like bitter in an IPA, but when it comes to something like that, I love the bitterness. You know, so it's just, funny you say that because I've only had one and it came from Mallory and Chew when I won the contest and I actually really liked it. Oh, right. You had the one from Sands, San, the, the one in Can uh, Mission, Kansas, right? The, I believe so. Sand Hills. Yes. Uh, the Scotch Ale, the, the Horned Owl. That mm -hmm. one was so good. Yes. Oh. That was my first one. So definitely a good one. Don't get the one from Oscar Blues because that one is trash. Oh, old Chub? You don't like Old Chub? How do you not like Old Chub? It has Chew's name in it. <laughs> <laughs> because there's better ones out there. I know. I know. He, he, lo he loves it because his name's on it. <laughs> I'll give him that. Other than that, I've got nothing good to say about it. Is that the same one that makes the Dale Pale? Yeah. It is. Dale's Pale Ale is not bad, though. I actually reviewed that one today. I passed by it, passed by it, would never get it. Then I couldn't find it for months and finally found it, and I was like, I'm going to grab it because there's only one six-pack left. So I actually yeah. like that one. And and if I'm wrong, Brian, Brian, will, Brian can correct me because I, I'm thinking – I can. I, I'm thinking he's the one that I saw him review this most recently. I'm pretty sure Oscar Blues was also Death by Coconut. 
I did. Yeah. Um, that that's a fantastic beer. I don't know if Mallory got one of those. I think I did. actually did Mallory. That's when you and uh, Shane's craft beer reviews did a duo review at the Hardcore Pub. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. The Death Bay and, Coconut um, was great. That was a really good one. I'm a, I'm a fan. Death by Coconut is my favorite coconut-infused beer so far. haven't had that one yet. Oh, David. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> For some... I'm, get, I'm getting there, though. I'm getting there. <laughs> I, have, well, I have a question about that, but we'll ask that a bit later. Well, you know, hearing you guys' comments about uh, why you started your channels, and like Mallory said, as far as highlighting local breweries, that's kind of like uh, how I started my YouTube channel. And I think that's how we started our podcast was highlighting local beers. So we're very good on supporting local. Um, so as far as your YouTube channels, where do you see the direction taking you in 2023 to 2024? Um for your brands, you know, I know that uh, Mallory likes to do the crafts, and Brian's done the uh, TV shows that should have been that never were. Dave's still doing the beer thing. I'm probably going to do also, the beer thing for a while. <laughs> but he also has been known as a smoker of meats. Yeah. So, where do you see your guys going in the future? We can go. Brian, Mallory, Dave. There we go. Well, I'm thinking, and you know, because it, it, it it's getting hard for me to pump out the reviews three a week like I've been doing for the last two years. And honestly, the reason is just because I've been trying to think of, I, I really, really enjoy those TV shows that never were, but should have been. And the only reason I can't get more of those out is because, of the whole logistics of it. Cause I don't want to do them by myself and I don't want to always have the same people in the shows because I want to reach out to other YouTubers. And, and I started out when I first did them, I reached out to beer reviewers to be in my videos. But then I thought just as a way to grow my channel, I needed to get my content in front of people who aren't necessarily going on YouTube and searching out beer reviews. So I just started, if any channel that was out there was live at the moment, I would just hop on there and I would just be active in the chat so people would see me. And then uh, I would reach out to a couple of people and say, hey, um, I know you don't do a beer channel. I said, but I do. Would you be interested in you know, being in a beer review with me? And they're like, well, sure. Uh, where do you live? And I said, well, that does it doesn't matter where I live because through the magic of green screen, I'm going to make it look like I'm where you are. So that's the important thing. You got to let me know where you are so I can say, oh, it's cold in South Dakota, you know. Um, but the TV shows, when you when, like if I used uh, everybody that's in this in the podcast right now, we're all in different states. And if I would need some lines you could speak the lines, you could film you speaking the lines, but the backgrounds aren't really going to match up. Like if we're supposed to be in a room talking to each other and, you know, you can see we would not have the same background, which makes it difficult. So I, uh, 
it takes a long time. My videos are going to slow down, unfortunately, because I am going to work more on those. But I really enjoy doing them. So that's where my channel's going. I'm kind of still going to do beer reviews, but less of them so that I can put out more of the TV shows. As far as the channel goes, um, so I really enjoy doing the music things. Um, I was a music teacher for seven, eight years, uh, classically trained in opera. I was can play 40 instruments. So it's like I was big into music and um, I love rewriting the lyrics to songs and doing that. And we've talked about uh, similar to Brian's uh, TV shows that never were doing songs that you didn't know were drinking songs. Um, so we kind of did that as uh, Christmas this year, uh, the year before we did the, um, the 12 days, of, 12 beers of Christmas. So similar idea, but I think we're going to branch out and not just do it at Christmas. I think we're going to do a few more of those because I'm having way too much fun with like the music video format. I've been very amused. Um, on top of that, we're going to keep doing brewery tours and showcasing breweries, promoting breweries. We're going to keep doing crafts, obviously. And by the way, for folks who are not crafters and don't particularly like watching crafting videos, but who still leave ours on in the background and are sweet enough to comment, thank you all so much, because that's very kind of you. <laughs> I, I know there's some folks who watch who aren't crafters, and it's just super nice. And uh, I think we want to do uh, educational videos to uh, at least a smidge. We get a lot of questions like what's IBU or what's ABV or, you know, what's the difference between a stout and a porter, little things like that. And just do like tiny little videos that are a couple minutes, just say, Hey, here's that information. Cause I think there's a lot of people out there who just don't have that information. And I think it'll help maybe get more people into the craft beer community because that's first and foremost what our goal is. That's awesome. So as a quick follow-up to the music thing, I'll be very disappointed if one of the songs that you do is not Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> I might I might have to work my way up to that one because I think the editing on that would be a little tricky having like four of my face in a dark room with the one light and all the things I, I, I'm gonna have to work my way up to that <laughs> at least as far as editing goes but uh, I know uh, my father is requesting uh, you gotta keep it carbonated you know from um, yeah <laughs> so that's good. been a request I so like yeah there, there's there's definitely a few songs that we've already kind of played with. Um, Hazy instead of Crazy from Patsy Cline. Uh, there, there's a couple that we're going to play with and see what we come up with, but it's going to be super fun in the meantime. <laughs> well, I guess pretty much I'm going to keep doing my beer reviews and uh, obviously keep smoking some meat and do some outside reviews. Um, I am going to try and venture out. I may start locally and maybe do an interview with the owners kind of like you guys do with your podcast, but do it with a video. Just kind of get a gist of how they got started, what made them come up with the idea and stuff like that. But other than that, I really don't have anything super special. But uh, I will continue to do my beer reviews. I Content is starting to <laughs> get a little empty. So I got to go out and venture out and get some more. So, but yeah, pre pretty much just that. And <clears throat> like I said, try to, 
venture out a little bit to some of the I'm going to start here locally. I got two here and uh, I know one said that he would love to do it. I just hadn't been able to get back up to him yet because I don't I want to hit it on a day where like early where they're kind of slow when they first open up. So I can that way when he starts getting busy, it's kind of hard to do it. So but other than that and help maybe Brian with his uh, movie. I'm all about that. Pretty, I like, I pretty fine actor. That. Yeah, I make a good judge. <laughs> Chase, if you haven't seen that one, you need to watch it. It's a good Lawn one. Porter. Lawn Porter. And that was a, actually a good porter that he, he actually gave me one to the brother of the one that got murdered. That was a sad day. It was. Bad. Worst day ever on the force. Oh. <laughs> force. Really, really good in uh, legit brew reviews uh, when they were looking for collabs. You guys both were just fantastic. And, yeah, that's another thing. I like to do more collabs with some friends around here, try to get more people on the channel. And maybe, hopefully, my goal is to get my wife on my channel. I got to find a beer that she will like, though. She's well, sucked in a couple times, but it's kind of been like, whoop, whoop. Yeah, you see her hand in one when I did the video with the dogs doing the uh, the dog craft beer review. That one was almost disastrous, but she she helped me. <laughs> if you if you start featuring more smoking of the meats, are you going to challenge beer for breakfast facts for snacks with all his food videos? You know, I don't know, man. He's got some pretty good stuff on there. I'm just a, I'm just well, I've had that thing for like three years, but. Um, starting to venture out with some different things. I want to try to smoke a, a, a roast. I don't know how good that's going to be, but I'm going to try it out. Ooh. Yeah. Basically, a roast is a steak anyway. It's just a big steak. It's not cut. So I'm going to try to smoke that. Ryan, what's the conceptualization process when you start producing uh, the the um, TV episodes and movies that never were? Um when you're doing them before and then eventually when you get back to it, what's your conceptualization process with like with figuring out what to do, how to do it and how to then of course, how to make it work for the channel. Well, I, I always start out um, because I, it is a beer channel and I always want it to be a beer channel is I can't do a, a show that I can't somehow manipulate the name of the show into a beer name and, and have people know immediately when I say it, what show I'm spoofing. Um, so when I did Baywatch, of course I called it beer watch. So hopefully when people hear that they, and, and the, the font, I, I have a great graphics uh, person that um, can just work magic. I just, I, I send like titles of shows at, as they are. I take a screenshot of the actual opening of shows and I send it to her and I say, can you, can you make this in this exact font, but make it say this instead of what it says. And she doesn't take long at all. And she gets it back to me. And it's like, it's the most amazing graphic work I've ever seen. So what I do is I, I, I have a whole bunch that I bought. I'm just, um, I say, the way the way these shows turn out great is not when it's my idea, because I will always have an idea for a show, but it's the people who I ask to be in it with me. I, I say, um, you know, if you have any ideas, please kick them to me, because when you think of something, you're only thinking of what you're thinking of. But 
other people who hear it say, oh, what about this? Or what about that? And it's always something that I never thought of. And it make, it actually makes the show much greater. Um, the, the only show that I actually did an extensive dialogue in was Law and Porter. And we honestly didn't really write a script for that. Um, most of that was me and Ray. I did contact Dave about being the, the judge. And I think I think I gave him some lines to say, or I said, say something along these lines, but you can just say whatever you want to say. But for the most part, me and Ray were just drinking beer in the Hardport pub when we decided to film that. And we filmed it completely out of order. I, it was an editing nightmare because I had to piece these pieces from who knows where. And I honestly didn't even know who the bad guy was until I watched the movie for the first the, the show for the first time. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, but it turned out fantastic because things he thought of, I didn't think of. My wife did contribute a little bit to uh, some of the behind the scenes things on what to say and how to film it and stuff. Um, but yeah, usually I, I just tell somebody the title and then they'll throw me some ideas about it. Cause I do have some shows that kind of go back to the sixties and seventies that hopefully you guys are all going to get to see them this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So have you got an A-team spoof yet? I do Ooh, have an A-team spoof. One. I do. And, and th that show would be so great if everybody was in the same place together. Um, that's that's going to be a hard one to film with people being everywhere else. Because like I say, it's the whole, not, not just the interacting, because it's easy to film a conversation on, on your end and I'll film it on my end and you can piece it together, you know, and it'll like, like we're talking to each other, but when, when you're trying to do it on camera to make it look like we're all together, that's a harder story. Um, but I, I do, I've had that, that ATM one in the works for over a year now. It's just a matter of getting it filmed. You know, I, I know I, you I'm, did I'm, Star Trek, but, uh, you should really do a Star Wars one to call it Stop Wars. <laughs> That's a good idea. Stout Wars is actually a dark beer mini mini festival in Connecticut. <laughs> Speaking of reenactments and conceptualization, Mallory, what's your process? What's your creative process like when you put together all these skits that you and Chu do? Whether it's the PI one or the what was the one with the mental hospital where we almost thought we were going to see Chu's face? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I think I saw part of his face when she was reconnecting. Dave, sure, <laughs> the audience can't see. <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> Sorry. So as far as the creative process, um, especially for the skits, you know, we just, we draw from the stuff we see around us. Uh, I mean, the... Uh, the hospital one that was actually a Twilight Zone episode called Eye of the Beholder, and we changed it to Eye of the Beer Holder. Mm. Um, so that was an old Twilight Zone episode. Uh, the PI one, we had a four-pack as part of a mug club with a local brewery, a four-pack, and all the beers were 
spy related. So we were like, okay, we're going to make it like a spy movie. And of course, you know, when you get a message about your mission, it self-destructs, right? So <laughs> that's how the, why the beer self-destructed and why I had to rush through the, uh, to keep those a little shorter. We try to make those about between 10 to 15 minutes. We try not to make them as long as our big videos. Um, but, you know, we have a general layout for a lot of the things. And then if a random thought hits one of us, we'll uh, stick it in a uh, Google Drive folder where we kind of share ideas. And when one of us is like, no, we're totally doing this. The other one's like, okay, then plan it. And then the other one does. <laughs> it works out really well. <laughs> so we trade off on editing for a lot of the skit videos. Uh, sometimes he does them. Sometimes I do. It, it varies. Teamwork and of course, depending on who's editing, it's going to be totally different. So There is that, that is actually a very good theme to editing in like studios and production environments. Every editor does have their own style. That's a hundred percent fact. So you're not, you're, you are nowhere near off base with that. <laughs> David, I don't want to leave you out. How about some conceptualization from you, either past, present or future? <laughs> uh, um, I really don't have, it's hard. I mean, cause all I have is my phone and I have a laptop, but it's, it's just, it's older. And it, if I did have a camera, it would be hard to, but I mean, you can do pretty much everything with that iPhone because my wife told me I'm tired of hearing you not having enough space on your phone. I, I had an iPhone 11 and it had like 60 gigs. Now I got a 500 gig phone because man, I could do one video and it would stop because I ran out of space. So um, I don't know what the future holds right now. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. If I could do something, I will. It's just right now, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm having fun doing it. And editing is the funnest part of having a YouTube channel to be. I mean, drinking a beer obviously is the fun part, but editing is really fun. And all I do is use an app, two apps on my phone, three, sorry. Well, yeah, and you know, because one of the things that, that I had hoped we would do at the get-together last summer was tons of collaborations. And, you know, we, we all were just hanging out and having such a good time together that it got to be the last night. And I went into panic mode. I'm like, I haven't filmed any collabs with, I, I got all these great beer tubers in the hardcore pub and I haven't shot a single video with any of them. So went into panic mode. We all kind of shot some stuff. Well, you know, you'll, you'll have time because in July you might have more than a few people to help you out with uh, some of those. I am looking so forward to that. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so many of us all gathered together and uh, I'm going to try to work in time. Like I'm going to do a Facebook group. So everybody knows what's going on and everybody knows who's coming. And that way everyone can kind of chat with each other and figure out their collabs before they even get there. So like, you know, if Brian wanted to collab with Shane on a specific thing, they could talk about it beforehand and have it figured out and just little things like that. Just uh, so that everybody gets the most out of the time we have together. Cause we only have what four days, three nights. So, but it's going to be super fun. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming out right after that. I'm sure. <laughs> And it, 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 you know what? You want to know what's cool? I mean, 
when I shoot a video, I'm usually I'm here by myself. And it's so it's, oh, oh wow, I just shot a video. Whoopty freaking do. But when you're watching on the sides, when you're watching other content creators shooting right there and you're seeing how they do it, and you're like, oh, you know, it's it's different than how I do it. And, you know, and it it's you get a lot of inspiration in just watching. And it's so cool seeing a video from behind the scenes or on the side of the scenes while it's being filmed. So hopefully um, it is going to be great hanging out and talking with everybody in person in Chicago, but I'm going to make it a point that I'm going to at least film one video a day with somebody that's there. Yeah. And I want to make sure that we have time for that and time for the little trips involved too. Cause I know people want to see hot butcher. I know blue has mentioned uh, moody tongue, which is a, culinary experience brewery that's down in Southside Chicago. Uh, other people have requested other ones and I'm going to be posting, um, once I have the Facebook group going, I'm going to be posting, okay, so if we had a choice between these three things, or if we want to do a, the barrel run, which is a thing in Chicago where you actually ride in a bus that has been transformed into an actual beer barrel and they take you to breweries and, you know, uh, I'm like, there's a lot of options and a lot of fun things that we can do. And I'm going to be, you know, keeping everyone informed as we go forward. If we can get enough people, I'm hoping to have the cost down to about 350 just for the place to stay. And that'll be your only obligation. Other than that, it's up to you if you want to spend on other things. But um, yeah, uh, our only issue is, well, we have to put the money down on the place to start with. So we're like, oh, okay, that's a lot. <laughs> So, but it's all right. It's all good. We're having a uh, fun looking for just the right spot so that we can have transport into Chicago and everyone's going to have a blast. So it's going to be a great time. Mm -hmm. How can it not be? I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, it's different. You know, when, you, when you just know somebody from their videos or maybe you've talked to them, you know, in a messenger, or maybe you've talked to them on the phone, but it's totally different. It's a completely different thing when you're there in the same room with these people. I mean, just the personalities and everything coming out, it's, it's friggin', it's the greatest thing ever. And there will be at least one night for drinking games with, you know, two high ABVs and stupid rules. It'll be fun. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, Choose Beer Chili is on the menu. He will be making his beer chili from one of our videos for everyone. And I will be making breakfast for everyone each day. So breakfast and Choose Chili are covered for foods for sure. <laughs> She's not a lie. She'll be the last one up because everybody else passed out drinking. She's the last one to fall asleep, but she's always the first one up in the morning. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm a night owl and an early riser. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. What is sleep? Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So we're having a lot of fun here, but, uh, you know, these beers are running through. So we got to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Eddie Whittingham with Clock Tower Tap Room. You're listening to Friday Night by Chris Hitchcock on the Upstage Beer Boys podcast. Back road dust blowing in the wind. Pickup trucks start rolling in. Sky turning colors when the sun starts sinking low. Oh, oh. 
break out of that long week state of mind Gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight Wind chimes ringing, swinging side to side real slow Welcome back from the break. Um, so, you know, we all have uh, our various themes for our channels and whatnot. So, what are some of the issues that you've had with your channel as far as like, if you've got like a creative block or just a video that you thought was great and turned out to be not so great or some videos that you thought were not great ended up going uh nuts um, we'll start with uh dave brian and then mallory on this one here so just throw something crazy at us what the hell why not can you repeat the question again <laughs> that was a long one <laughs> <laughs> so you want to know like anything that like frustrates me with the channel like or on that basis or or just anything something um, off the ball you know you know was there a video you thought oh man when i made this video i want to upload it but i really shouldn't and it went nuts or something you thought hey this is gonna knock it out of the park and you're like what happened or just you know, you know it's funny you say that i have a video i did oh geez it's probably been almost a year ago and I never posted it. And when I bought the beer, I didn't realize what the actual name of it. I mean, I knew what it meant. I just wasn't paying attention. Um, I want to say it was by Sweetwater and it had to do with 420, not the actual iPad they have called 420. Cause I just reviewed that one, but there was another one. Uh, what was the name of it? I think I know the yes. strain, right? It's one yes. the strain or something. Yes, and it was one that because you all guys, you know, I'm law enforcement, so I have to be careful. <laughs> so when I did the video, I got to looking at it, and I did read the bottle. It said there was nothing in it that had THC or anything like that. Yeah. But it it tasted and smelled like <laughs> marijuana, and I was yeah. like you know, I'm not going to post this video. <laughs> so I got, I got a little nervous after I did it. And I like, reading the bottle, my like, old oh, dear God. And I read it and I looked it up online and I'm like, Poof, I just missed a good one. Cause I mean, I was panicking cause that would probably be the next day would be my day to go pee in a cup. So I still haven't posted that video. And that one was like one of my earlier videos. So I think, I was glad I caught it before I posted it because I know a lot of my LEO friends would be, you know, texting me or what and like, what are you thinking? But I just did one from Sweetwater called the, uh, I guess it's 420 IPA, uh, the Imperial IPA. I did read up on that before I, and I was okay with it, but I, I kind of did a little saying in there like 420, we all know what it means. And I just went on. 
with the with you. Well, on, on the Sweetwater 420, the 420 is actually for the date that that, uh, that brewery was founded. It was April 20th. So okay. their first beer they brewed, they called it 420. But I think they had a hidden agenda for putting it. Because I say my, my wife bought me a six pack one time. She said, have you tried this one? And I said, no. And I, I cracked it open. And when I smelled it, I was like, that smells like straight up weed. <laughs> and then I looked at the, at the can art on it. It was like, a, I think it was called Chocolope. <laughs> something like that but it was like a fish and the, the tail of it was like a like pot leaves and i'm like baby you know i can't drink this i mean my day job doesn't tolerate this and i'm not going to get fired for drinking this I, I panicked just like you did <laughs> reading the can and it said you know there's nothing in here there's no no marijuana in here but i was like well it sure does smell like it and i'm worried so i don't even know if i filmed the review or if i just panicked didn't because my day job's a little bit too important you know <laughs> yeah it, it's called 420 strain g13 ipa yeah and I, I still have the video i'm looking at the video right now i just never posted it we we reviewed the g13 uh, at the atlanta airport at the sweetwater there in the atlanta airport uh chew and i did uh, definitely put that up, I'd say, what, last January or so, about a year ago. Um, but yeah, it's, it straight up tastes like pot. And uh, Chu popped his head in the door just to say that his birthday is 420, and he wants everyone to know that. <laughs> Perfect. I could have got away with doing that video on that if that was my birthday. <laughs> there you go. That, yeah, needless to say, I didn't post that video just because of the name of it. So, <laughs> I was a little leery about posting that one. I talked to my wife. She's like, you know, you probably shouldn't just to be on the safe side. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to hold that video and uh, just keep it for keepsake. All right, let's talk local. Um, Mallory already hinted at this way earlier at the top of the episode on as far as the inspiration for Imperfectly Me Crafts. But here on Upstate Beer Boys Podcast, we focus very hard on supporting local and, of course, as it pertains to beer, drinking local. Uh, so as far as your channels are concerned and your methodology that we've uh, gone over a few times, what do you what do you each of you partake in as far as your beer and your content as a whole to try and incorporate as much local as possible into the uh, brick and mortar that seems to have driven this whole beer tuber and beer fluencer scene that we all catch ourselves up in? Well, I'm in a I'm, I'm in a unique situation where um, whenever I go, beer shop and I, I always, oh, I, I always overbuy. And the last two years I, I had the, the horrible misfortune of having so much beer that I just couldn't get through it in time. And I ended up having a lot of beers that went well past their dates. And I forgot, you know, cause not only do I buy beer, but you know, people give me beer and then, you know, when time goes by and then I forget who gave it to me. And then that, that makes me feel bad because if, if somebody's going to have the that, you know, be nice enough and they're going to give me a beer. I, I should be nice enough back to, to get it in a timely fashion, get it reviewed and get it out there so I can thank them for sending it to me. And I just, I failed miserably at that. 
So what I've done is I, I heard Dave say at the beginning of the program that his his beer fridge was getting a little thin. And that's what I was because I, I have a full size fridge in there. I got a, a, a smaller one underneath the bar, but they were both slam packed full. It's just me. I, I try to get other people to come in here and review with me, but they can't help me review a beer that I only have one of. Otherwise, we just got to have little little pours in the glass and that's not good. So it just, it took me forever, but I tell you what, I'm down to the final stretch of beers that I've got. And um, I just have to teach myself when I go to these places, I can't just buy several hundred dollars worth of beer in one, because it, it just takes too long. If I reviewed three a week, that's just three beers. So if I have 300 beers in my fridge, which I honestly, I probably had that many that's 300 divided by three. That's a hundred weeks of beer reviews. That's two years worth of beer reviews. It beers. Not, I don't want my beers sitting in the fridge that long. I just have to learn to make more trips to these local establishments and just not buy as much because I don't want to run into the same problems that I had in the last two years where it just took me too long to get to them. Too much beer, Brian. Perish the thought. It's a bad situation to be in. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that problem. <laughs> I don't. I'm finally starting to see the light at the end of my tunnel right now. <laughs> my tunnel's looking pretty grim. I've got two left in there. <laughs> I'll go shopping this weekend. Oh, well, I will say this. I went I went to Publix on Saturday. Cuz, you know, it's playoff season and I needed some beers that I could drink quite a few of. So I went and bought a case of Yangling. That's my beer of choice when I'm not reviewing. And man, the price of that is up $5 a case. I couldn't believe it. A case? $5 a case? case. Yep. Holy. What? <laughs> I, paid 20, I, I paid $20 for the last however many years for a case of Yangling. And now it's 25 bucks. Man, oh, oh, increase. Increase, increase of $5. I it increased $5, yeah. Okay. I'm not lucky enough like Valerie where I, where I can find <laughs> cases of Bourbon County for $5 a bottle. I mean, there's no way I would not have walked out of that store without owning that whole display. You know, here's a 20. Keep the change. Give me all this. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so uh, I think i forgot what the question was <laughs> local oh yes uh, i mean that's kind of what our whole channel is about so i you know we do local breweries often and when we're traveling we do the local breweries there uh whenever we're doing a full filming at a brewery I, we always buy at least two of the beers to take home because i need at least two to do with the craft when i can um so we try to support the local breweries as much as possible. I was also working as an office manager for the last four years, had a staff under me and everything, but I left that in July and I currently do work at two very small breweries in the Chicagoland area. So I am, I'm officially a beer tender guys, just so you know, um, <laughs> but yeah, super fun. And I'll tell you, working at a brewery, I have spent a lot less on beer, actually, because, uh, I mean, I get a free shift drink uh, 
for every shift I work, but also I get big discounts on the beer. So a lot of my beer has been from those breweries that I work with that we keep in the fridge as regular drinking beer. And then we have some, you know, we'll go into Binnie's and if we see anything fun, we'll pick it up or when we're out at the breweries, of course, which we go to breweries about three times a week. It's pretty consistent for us to go out to breweries quite often. Um, as opposed to say going out to dinner or movies or other things, that's kind of our date night is going out to breweries. Uh, It also helps us to scope out places that we might want to film, which is really good for us too. So um, we support as much as we can. Uh, If, Binnie's isn't carrying a beer that we like. We let them know, hey, this brewery is really great. Why aren't you carrying them? Things like that. Uh, As much as we can help the local brewery scene, we try. So it's kind of a constant battle for us to try and make sure everybody's getting their fair share of notoriety here in the Chicagoland area when we can. Well, um, I try to, I support, but I only have, I live in a small county rural mostly country. So I have two breweries, one in the town that I live in and one in the town that I'm from. I, I don't know if you remember, but I just recently, I, I would say recently, probably a month or two ago, I trying to promote turn Two brewery in Sebring. Um, I did a live there, like a live review. And then I taped the review with a friend of mine on a couple of their beers. And hopefully I'd like to interview the owner in the near future. Um, I have been to, Brian's been to both of them. He's been to Turn 2 and Wet Dogs with me. Both are pretty decent little breweries. And um, I go down there and try to support. And the one in Lake Placid just started canning, but it's only like single cans. It's not a growler, but it's an actual can where they they do pour it out of the tap, but it actually gets canned. So um, I've done one or two reviews on his beer and tried to promote him, you know, like I'll tag them and all that kind of good stuff so um hoping to venture out a little bit out of my county so i just don't want to go by myself so i want to take, try to get a friend or two to go with me i always like to have a designated driver also so. as you like to remind your viewers at the end of every video that's right mm-hmm. <laughs> drink responsibly and please don't drink and drive see we cheat we stay at the place for like five hours until it wears off and then we go home <laughs> or I guess yeah. I could do that. <laughs> we're, the, we're there a really long time when we go. So <laughs> we get all the filming done and then we just hang out and have some water until it's time to go. <laughs> Gives an excuse to try out their kitchens if they have, if they have any. That's Absolutely. true. Or the food trucks. Yeah. Big fan of food trucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Okay, everyone. Feet to the fire. Present company excluded. You cannot choose each other, and you cannot choose Wayne or myself. Who is your favorite beer tuber, and who's putting out objectively the best content? Oh, wow. Well, that's rough. Let's go by let's 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 start and work our way down by sub count. I believe that means Brian's first. Just thinking off the spot, I can only, I can only think of uh, there's there's one that kind of stands out for me. He, he's not even in this country. Um, Sl- uh, Slurpy Dave. Um, I'm sure you guys all know Slurpy Dave. He's over there at the Isle of Man, which who knows where that is? That's somewhere over there. 
but the, the reason the reason that I like his videos are because he just doesn't do you know the beer it's always about the beer but he's like you know i've never been to isle of man i don't know how big it is but he like goes to these towns and he lets you know a little bit about the town i but my favorite video that i watched of him was they have a, some kind of festival over there for like laurel and hardy or something uh <laughs> abbott and costello one of those one of those duos from way back in the day um but he just his videos are funny, and I don't know, maybe it's just because his accent kind of draws me in a little bit. Um, sometimes I have a hard time understanding him because I'm half hard of hearing, and I, I don't want to say that's a British accent because it's not British. It's Isle of Manish, but is that, is that what you say, <laughs> Isle of Manish? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Isle of Manish. <laughs> I'm going to send a link to this podcast to him so he can hear it. And maybe he'll let me know. <laughs> Mal, are you next? What are you at? 380 something Three, now? 382, I think. 383, right around there. Um, so, you know, when I first started watching uh, BrewTubers, um, there were two channels that I saw. Well, three channels that I saw first. One was Wayne. One was... Uh, uh, Don's beer reviews and one was um, Brian so those were like the first three that I ever saw and as Wayne and Brian are in here um, <laughs> uh, Don Don is amazing uh, he was very very sweet when we first got started and we had a couple several collaborations where he like we green screened ourselves into each other's videos and did silly things. And uh, his Halloween videos and the ones where he kind of goes overboard, he does such a good job. Uh, I'm still waiting for the day that I can hear him do uh, New York, New York at karaoke night. Um, <laughs> so I'm hoping someday to go visit him where he lives. Uh, we've, I, I've been to Scotland twice in the past, but I've never actually met him so that would be really neat and yeah I have to say I love watching his videos he's so friendly like he feels like home when you're listening to him and I mean the accent does not hurt at all believe me but <laughs> yeah I really love watching uh Don's beer reviews uh, pretty much all the time so I, I don't. I know I don't comment on everything when I'm watching everybody's videos, uh, but I do watch. So, yeah, he's amazing, and I highly recommend Don's beer reviews. Well, you do know he's actually from New Jersey, right? <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a rumor he's not Scotch, man. <laughs> I ain't Scotch, man. <laughs> You know, oh. and that, that, that's one of the things that's so great about Don is because I've done, I think we've all kind of collaborated with him a few times. Yeah. He goes above and beyond, at least mm -hmm. in the in the collaborations that I've seen. Uh, when he was in Bar Trek, he oh, edited yeah. all of his scenes himself. I thought I was going to have to, you know, edit him <laughs> to make it look like he was in engineering and stuff. Everything he sent me, it came that way. It made yeah. my life a whole lot easier because that saved days off of my editing, just knowing that he did what he did and just the way he pulled it off. I mean, it was outstanding. Yeah. 
No, everything he's done. He did a Halloween video once where it was like he kept hearing something behind him while he was filming. And then he had himself peeking out from behind boxes and then came out and it was a bloody murder scene where he killed himself. It was insane. He does the funnest things and I highly recommend it for sure. Yes, I'm next, huh? Yeah, what you're at what, 315 now? You're next on uh, 314. Hit I got one yesterday, I think it was. Good um, lord, I gotta get myself in gear. <laughs> I don't see how you can't, man. I like your videos. As much as I would like to say all of y'all, because I'm not allowed to, um, <laughs> I will say I love watching y'all's channels. And I try to comment, maybe not on all of them, but I'm like Mallory, I do watch and I hit the like button because I know that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was going to pick one, I would say Matt and Trevor from Legit Brew Reviews. And the reason I say that, it, I like the way they do theirs in seasons. And they have comedy in just about every video they do. I like that. I watched when I first met Matt and I found out about their channel through Brian. I watched every season, every episode, and commented on every video that they had. And because that was my wife was sitting next to me laughing at their jokes and 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 everybody's got cool channels. We all love everybody's everybody's got something unique. And if I was gonna pick, I'd pick all of us because I think <laughs> we all do a great job. And uh, but Matt and Trevor, you know, with them not being part of the show right now, I would pick them for sure. Legit blue reviews. I've said for the longest time, um, I do it for the fun of it. If yeah. I hit a thousand subs, great. As long as I don't drop subs, I'm fine. <laughs> so. All right, all right, all right. Stop dancing around the question. Who's the favorite brew tuber, <laughs> present company excluded? <laughs> oh, you're asking me? Yeah. <laughs> what part of this? <laughs> you know, I um, I hate to say it, but I've been slacking on 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 keeping up with uh, all my YouTube buddies and and whatnot. But uh, um, present company excluded. I really like watching uh, a beer day with TK, uh, Shane's craft beers, um, uh, half-ass beer review with Josh out of Michigan. Um, of Did course, you say one, huh? I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> this is partly my show. I can say what I want <laughs> until 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 uh, he edits it out. You know. There's just uh, way too many to um, to go through and say. Yeah, there is. Uh, one up-and-comer, though, that I enjoy watching is uh, Space Coast Beer Hunters or something like that. He's out of uh, Central Florida. Um, he's kind of in the vein of, like, uh, you know, Blue Ice is very, just very basic, very plain, but uh, tells you what he thinks, and that's it. I'm the baby on the totem pole. My turn. <laughs> uh, it's fun. Like, as Wayne said, sometimes it's hard to, you, you wind up, the more you grow, you wind up subbing to so many. Sometimes it gets hard to keep up with all the videos and you want to keep up with all the videos because a big part of doing that is engaging. And I don't, I don't necessarily feel right doing my own stuff if I can't keep engaging. So, 
for me, obviously, I got to follow my own rules, president company excluded. <laughs> the ones that I always find myself laughing at, beer for breakfast facts or snacks cracks me up. <laughs> and he's he's also like he's also like blue ice, you know, very very simple throwing his videos up, but he absolutely cracks me up and I love busting his balls about <laughs> Hard pouring or drinking out of a glass, uh, that that kind of stuff I love to do. <laughs> and uh, Ridgeopolis cracks me up with with the Bears lair and um, his father when he hops on the, 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 the mule. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then of course, um, Alan from One Flight Down. I when he did his Twenty Four Days of Christmas. He did like the first day he started to sing the song and I threw on a comment and I said, you got to do this every single day. And I don't think he realized <laughs> that he had 24 beers in the box. He thought he only had 12 and he's, but he stuck with but, but he, he responded to that and he stuck with it and he kept singing that dang song all the way through to Christmas day. <laughs> wow. And since I mentioned two Canadians, I will echo Wayne Senna about uh, just give a a big shout out to Shane. We know he's uh, he's important to all of us, and we know he was dealing with some stuff lately, and we're glad to see him back at it. And I and I and I love his creative stuff as well as his beer adjacent content, as if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could name a hundred that I love. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's impossible to narrow it down. There's just so many fun people doing so many fun things. And I love that we're all in a community together where we can not just support each other, but just be wowed by each other. Like, I mean, whenever somebody comes out with something new, it's like, hey, that's awesome, you know? And I love that we can all do that. Just wish YouTube had a DM function. (laughs) (laughs) We shouldn't have to resort to alternative means just to talk to each other off public chat chat threads. <laughs> yeah, very it's true. It's the only bad thing I've got to say about YouTube. <laughs> I keep oh. losing hours on YouTube. I keep losing hours on YouTube. Oh, That's well, because, the, because your year changes day by yeah. day. So. The hours only count for exactly 365 or 64 days, I think. So if you had a lot of views on the 365th day, you're going to lose hours. Crazy. I had like 500 and almost 50 hours. And then I'm down, down to 506. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. That was me, like, Dave. I'm sorry. I went and I took back my time. I needed to use <laughs> it somewhere else. That was one of my time. time. I was wondering why you hadn't done a collab with me. (laughs) (laughs) Comes down and he forgets his camera. He forgets the beer. Excuses, (laughs) excuses. (laughs) It sucks getting old. That's all I can say. I said, I have a camera and I have beer. Come over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I'm telling all of you for July. Just so you know. I'll be there. Why we've talked about it, but we haven't talked about it. So um, I'm going to just jump in here and say, Mallory, what's this July business you're talking about here? Can you go into a little bit of detail? I certainly can. So uh, in July of 2023, uh, 
the 21st to the 24th. Chu and I have rented out an Airbnb. We have several, uh, we, we have a few beds still available, but um, it's pretty much Brewtubers rejoice and join us because Chu and I will be taking you around to breweries all over Chicago. We'll be, I mean, if someone just wants to do sightseeing, we'll get you down to the bean and let you go and let you do your thing, whatever you want to do. But uh, we're going to have a big old get together and a whole bunch of people are going to be collaborating on videos. We're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff. We're going to be playing ridiculous drinking games uh, with prizes. Um, <laughs> Uh, I will also be making uh, gift baskets, not actual baskets, but gift bags of some sort for everybody to take home with them. And uh, not to mention the fact that Chicago is absolutely phenomenal for beer. We will be able to keep your bellies full of plenty of ABV the whole time. So <laughs> if anyone wants to come and check out some Chicago breweries with us and do some collabs, this is the time to do it. Uh, you got to let me know ASAP though. My uh, email is Mallory.h at imperfectlymecrafts.com. And she was standing outside the door holding up the number seven. And I don't know what that means. What do you we want? Have seven channels now. Huh? We have seven channels. Oh yeah. We have seven channels that have signed on for sure. So we have I at hope least I'm one of them. Yeah. You're, you're on there, Brian. You're all good. <laughs> But yeah, we have seven channels that have given there for sure. Um, and we have room for a couple more if anybody else wants to join in. So um, if we can get up to about, I'd say, 10, 11 channels, we can have it down to almost $300 a person for the place to stay. That's really all you're paying for unless you're paying for other things if you want to buy beer to take home and all the things. But like I said, we have a few me meals included. We have um, obviously uh, the loveliness of our company. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a fun time. We are definitely going to Hot Butcher. I know people have asked for a couple other breweries and we're going to work it out. We're going to have designated drivers, the full works. So it's all good. Um, and she's popping his head in again to tell me something else I forgot. We're trying to get breweries to actually come to one too. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're working on a couple of breweries to actually come to us one evening too. It's I'm it's still a work in progress to see if they'll like come to us and be like, hey, here's our beer, try some. But it's a work in progress because that's free things, and we don't like asking for free things most of the time for our channel. But uh, we're working on it to see what we can do for folks and just get them to have the full Chicago experience while they're here. Um, but it's going to be an awful lot of fun. Honestly, last year when we went to Atlanta, uh, Brian the Beer Snob was the host for us last year. There were four channels involved. And oh no, five, five, because starving, starving actor, uh, food reviews, beer reviews, he was there too. So five channels involved. And we had such an amazing time. Uh, Brian opened up his home to us, which was very kind of him. Unfortunately, Chu and I live in a little townhouse that will not fit seven channels. <laughs> I do know that a couple folks, well, I know at least one has asked to bring their wife as well. So we have. Uh, spouses coming too, so they can enjoy the city as well. But it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm super excited to have as many people as we possibly can, because we definitely have more room still. 
And like I said, if we can get up to like 10, 11, it's only like $300 for staying in Chicago for three nights, which really by Chicago standards, that's pretty cheap. Um, so yeah, you just got to get yourself here and we'll take care of you. Well, I have to ask you, Mallory, this is not beer related, but it will be beer related if you give me the right answer. How far away are you from Soldier Field? Um, I'd say about, what, 40 minutes? Half an hour? Oh, so 40 it's a little minutes? bit of a drive then. It's, it's not that bad, honestly. A, a half hour here is nothing. If you're going like two hours, it's not so bad. Uh, two's at the door again. He's going to correct me or something. We're about an hour. But the place is about... Oh, he says that our house is about an hour, but the place is closer to where Soldier... The the Airbnb is closer to that, so... Well, as a a lifelong Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, I would love to have a beer in front of the statue of the greatest running back ever, Walter Payton. And it's right there. And I know my wife went on the girls' trip to Chicago, and she texted me one day and said, oh, we're going out sightseeing. And I said, oh, well, when you go to Soldier Field, send me a picture of you by the sweetness statue. And she said, OK. I said, this woman ain't going to do that. You know what? <laughs> 15 minutes later, 15 minutes later, she texted me a picture. She's standing by the sweetness statue. And I'm like, man, now I got to get there. <laughs> no. Barry Sanders went to Detroit Lions. What did you say? Barry Sanders went to Detroit Lions. He wants to tell you that Barry Sanders went to the Detroit Lions. He's still he's muted. Right I didn't hear a word he said, and I can't read his lips. Yeah, there you Walter, go. Walter, Walter. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, we, we can definitely work that out for you. It's really not a problem. We can cater to what everyone needs. And like I said, I'll, I'll get everyone a breakfast and then, you know, we'll figure it out as the day goes on. But yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to have everybody there and to get to do all these collaborations. Oh my goodness. It's going to be so much fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to the drinking games too. Honestly, the ones at your house, Brian, that was, that was freaking incredible. <laughs> We that had so much that, fun. Is that when you shame them all with your ability to outdrink them? <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> you know, I, I still have a picture. I have it saved on my laptop. I need to include it in the video, but when everybody was acting goofy on the couch and like you're in the middle and that somebody's got their shirt pulled up over their head and everybody's making a goofy pose and <laughs> TK is like, I gotta I, I gotta add some of those to to my videos. I'm pretty sure we, Chu still has video of uh, you and TK and Shane all twerking or no, Shane has video of you, Chu and TK twerking. It was a wild party. <laughs> a lot of twerking going on. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, well, that was one of the rules in the game. Unfortunately, they, they lost that part. <laughs> they had to twerk. So, <laughs> We had way too much fun. So yeah, if anyone's interested, I need people to join in and bring that price down for everybody because the Airbnb, you know, has a cost. And the more people we have, the cheaper that cost is because technically the place can hold several people. So, And it'll it'll probably be a great location to shoot a lot of videos because, uh, you know, I've, I've rented it. That's, that's the great cheap alternative when you got a bunch of people that are going to stay kind of, if everybody got a hotel room and everybody spent a hundred dollars a night, it's just a room and a bathroom. That's all you get. But when you got like a whole house, 
the, the cost can still be like if you're there for the weekend, you know, a hundred bucks a night, but you have a whole house and it's just, it's better because you don't have to go meet up someplace because you're already there. You know? Well, she just popped in the door again to say that the place has 12 bedrooms. Oh, so if we're at seven channels, we, I, I mean, one of those channels, the Alconauts, which I assume those guys are going to want two bedrooms. Cause one of them told me that he snores like a chainsaw. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we still have, uh, we still have several bedrooms available and I'm telling you, if we can get enough channels, the cost comes down. It's helpful. So yeah, yeah uh, highly recommended for sure. If you guys can get yourself to Chicago in July, it's, uh, going to be toasty warm, but, uh, the beach will be fun and we'll check out some places and everyone will have a good time. I'm still bringing my jacket. Of course you are. <laughs> is it when it's toasty warm in Chicago, it's the time to go to Chicago. <laughs> no, when it's fall in Chicago, it's the time to go to Chicago because it's beautiful and a reasonable temperature. I tried to talk them into fall and they said, no, no, July works best for us. And I said, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I wanted September. <laughs> But no, it's 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 going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we are going to have full beer fridges. We're going to have mini kegs. The uh, we're we're shopping for a kegerator right now, but we haven't found one we like yet. So we're on the hunt for a proper kegerator. Uh, shower beers in the works. It's going to be lovely. Oh boy, <laughs> we've got all our bases covered. I'm telling you what. Oh, and lots of local beers. Uh, wait, what? Oh, <laughs> and she was saying if folks want to bring their local beers and we can do kind of a beer share at the end and people can take beers from the other places. That's what we did in Atlanta. And that was super fun because Chu and I took home two six packs on the plane and none of those beers were from anywhere near us. And we got to review all those and shout out those channels. And it was super fun. So it's a really nice way to support your fellow brew tubers as well. Plan on bringing a bunch of Atlanta beers for you guys. So, well, I just found out that you're flying though, so you can only bring two six packs, you know. And that that's that's that maybe on who you guys fly on, not on who I fly on. Oh, fair enough. Because <laughs> I, I th we thought you were driving with blue, and then we were like, oh, maybe. No, not. I, I don't know where he got that idea because I I. <laughs> I, I would never, that, that's, that's an 11 hour drive straight through. And I'm like, man, that's 22 hours by the time I go there and come back. And that's not including if I hit any rush hours anywhere. I said, I would have to take two extra days off just to one, one day for driving to get there and one day to drive to get back. So uh, no, no, it's you and blue driving. And then you get like Jean-Pierre to join you or something. There you got three. That's a straight through 11 hours. No stops. Well, maybe bathroom for, you know, obvious reasons. <laughs> Guys don't have to stop for that. <laughs> oh, you at least got to pull over. Uh, that's what the Gatorade bottle's for. Well, I know, but whoever's <laughs> car it is, you might make a mess and you don't want that. No, no messes. Pick, pick up Wayne on the way. That's four. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, four. <laughs> that's like... What? That's not very much driving per person. It's not that bad. Definitely need more people. 
<laughs> I do know that uh, Shane from Shane's Crap Beer Review is coming. Uh, TK has signed on. The Alkanauts are in. Um, there's a few other. Blue and Brian, obviously, have both said they're in. I know um, a few others have shown interest but haven't, like, locked in yet. I have a list of people that I'm going to be probably start harassing, say, around February 1st to see if I can, you know, talk them into it. Because if we can get, you know, the house filled, it's cheap for everybody and we all have a blast. I'll reach out to a few people and see if they've uh, thought about it or whatever. I would love because that. I, I want to see, I, I want to see the, the place get filled and I want to see uh, just a massive, great time that it's going to be. Yep. Yep. And heck, if we can go past 12 bedrooms, Chu and I will sleep on the couch. We'll sleep on the floor. We don't care. We just want everybody. We want all the peoples and we want all the fun. Speaking of Chicago, let's go around the horn real quick. Pick a powerhouse brewery and a dark horse brewery in each of your locales. So Mallory, take Chicago. Brian, take Atlanta or Georgia as a whole. Dave, take Florida. All right. So Chicago, obviously, Hot Butcher is a powerhouse. Hot Butcher is rocking everything they do. They are phenomenal. Chew's popping his head in again, so I think he wants to say something. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. He had a suggestion for Dark Horse, but I disagree because that guy doesn't want to grow his brewery. He just wants to have his little retirement brewery, and he's happy there. His beer is amazing, but you know he's he's happy not growing. So I don't know that it's a Dark Horse. We're not. It's not coming up from behind or anything. But Hot Butcher for sure being a powerhouse without being like the crazy ones like revolution and goose Island that you always hear about here. And then, um, for my dark horse, I would say that would be phase three brewing company. Uh, they do a lot in hazies. They do some milkshake IPAs. Their Chantilly series is to freaking die for, uh, their sour game is strong as well, but they're thinking out the box and they're trying a lot of fun, new things. So for me, it would be hot butchers, the powerhouse, and phase three is my dark horse. Brian, what you got from the ATL? Uh, there's there, there's so many. I, it would be hard to narrow it down. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw out one that I I've, I've loved all but one of the beers they put out. I, I do. We mentioned Sweetwater earlier, so I'm not gonna mention it again. However, I would because I do love Sweetwater. But um, wildly. While technically was not in Atlanta before, um, they do have and they do have a place in Atlanta now. So I'm going to throw a wild leap in there because they they do all the styles. And I honestly, I don't think I've ever had a bad beer from Wild Leap. I, I was misfortunate when I thought I was grabbing a mixed six pack of theirs to come and review, and I got home and found out that they were seltzers, and it kind of broke my heart. But you know, hey, they make seltzers too. I mean, they're, they're all around. I, I love them. This is just this is a brewery that has such a great ambiance. Um, I, I want to say that they sold they sold their beers can. Maybe Mallory can remember, but I'm talking about Schoolhouse Brewing. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I I wish I wish their beers were like available. I've never seen them outside of the brewery. Never no. have. Um, I think more that's people need more people need to go there. That's because you're supposed to brew them yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's their whole thing. It, it's a brewery that was founded by these this married couple that was retired school teachers. And they said teaching drove them to drink. So why not open a brewery? So it actually looks like a, a schoolhouse. You, you sit on school bus seats in there. They have a playground you know, where you can go sit outside. Uh, but it looks like a school. And they actually... Um, brew beer one one time only and then that's it when it's gone they'll post the recipe and they'll sell you the ingredients if you like the beer you can brew it at home and they even actually teach you how to brew so that that's I, I just really love that brewery I do too they were amazing and they have that Dia de los Muertos which was your uh, favorite beer of all time uh, what a way to go <laughs> <laughs> It was an ancho chili beer that I think we needed to call the ambulance for for him for. <laughs> that, you got to admit, that was insanely hot. Mallory and Chu ended up drinking it. Matter of fact, Chu ended up drinking all of mine because I took one sip. And when the yeah. flames actually burned my mustache off, it's just now started growing <laughs> in. It was like seven months ago. That's hot. It was like mm -hmm. last, that was last winter, wasn't it? Summer. Was it last summer? It was oh, in January. Let's see. Yeah, what January. It was a year oh, ago. Had it. Oh, okay. But That's... schoolhouse is phenomenal for sure. And I love those. I think they're. I think they're two beers. I don't think it's just one. But there's like two beers that have that are named after Rip from Yellowstone, and I havenven't found them yet. But I guess I guess that's a good reason if they're if they if they want everyone to homebrew their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Young David, what we got for Florida? Oh, you know, that's a good question. Blue Ice is probably going to disagree with me on this one, but I'm going to say probably one of Florida's powerhouses is uh, Cigar City. Um, I'm a fan. I, I am too. I mean, you're not going to like every beer that the brewery puts out. I get that. But that I have thoroughly enjoyed most of their beers. Um, I've done quite a few from Cigar City. Um, that would be the powerhouse, in my opinion. Um, a dark horse, it's kind of hard to say because I haven't ventured out a whole lot, but I will say one, they have two locations, one in Vero Beach and one in Fort Pierce at Selfish Brewery, and I think TK's been there. Um, I would say they would probably be a dark horse. They got some pretty good beers there, and I've actually reviewed a couple on my channel, and that's where I met up with uh, Miscellaneous. I got to meet him. I don't even know why I didn't do a collab with him there. I have no idea why. I think I was so excited about that getting outside so to a new cool. brewery. So I totally forgot about filming. We actually got a flight apiece. I don't know why we didn't film, but it was cool meeting up with him. Dave, that's adorable. You were so excited for meeting other beer tubers. You for completely forgot. All <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, I, I had my phone. My wife's like, I can hold the phone for you. I'm like, no, it's, it's ruined. I forgot my tripod, my little tripod and all that. I was like, nope. <laughs> I was mad. I got the impression, you know, when I went to, because everybody who flew in for the Atlanta get together, I went to the airport and picked them up. And I honestly felt like I was seeing a celebrity when I saw them walk. I was like, oh my God, there they are. <laughs> Everybody's like, who is that? That guy's so excited. Who is that? Don't you I was, know? This is I was, perfectly me crash right here. They're famous. I was, I was right there with you. Not even kidding. I was right there with you. And Chase is laughing, but he doesn't understand when the four, when a bunch of channels get together, you're like, 
there's a little bit of starstruck because you've been watching them for so long and you're finally meeting them in person. And it just kind of, that's why we didn't film anything until the last day in Atlanta, because we were just having so much fun being with these people. Like it was awesome. So I'm hoping to like schedule times where we can like actually film stuff with each other. So we're not just, you know, checking out Chicago and forgetting about our channels. That yeah. needs to, <laughs> it needs to happen because it's just so fun hanging out with other beer people. Honestly, Chu and I don't have a lot of craft beer friends like that we hang out with often. And when we get to, we get so excited about it. It's, and I'll, I'll, well, Brian, you remember the first time we came to Atlanta, you and your wife pulled up in the van and we went and picked up Blue Ice. And the moment he got in the van, like, I couldn't talk. I was like, it's it's Blue Ice. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was It's so fun. But you don't even realize that you're going to be a little starstruck. But it's because you've, you've wanted to meet these people for a while. And you have stuff in common. And it's awesome. And I love it. And I can't wait for July. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, you know, we've talked about beer and YouTube channels and all sorts of things. So let's uh, take a turn and talk about our favorite beverage. What are we drinking? Well, it's not my favorite, but I'm drinking it. Um, I'm drinking my remnants from the holidays. I'm drinking my holiday ale from New Belgium Brewery. Um, it's an interesting little. Uh, because it had cranberries and spice in it. It was the first beer I had that was cranberry and spice. So I'm still drinking it. It's almost it's the end, latter part of January and I'm still drinking it. So work down that 300 beer count in your fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. What you got for us, Dave? Good question. I did review. Dale's Pale Ale today and uh, earlier, and I really enjoyed that one. First time I ever had that one. It was American Pale Ale. Very nice. Can't wait to hear how pale Dale's Pale Ale was. <laughs> All right, Mallory, what you drink? Uh, so I've kind of mixed it up as we've been sitting here because this has been a little while, and uh, as Brian has mentioned, I well, I enjoy having lots of different beers, but I started with Nuclearis Spotted Cow. I followed that with uh, Chingon Mexican Lager from Liquid Love Brewing Company. Then I had Vixen Pistachio Cream Ale with Cinnamon from Around the Bend Brewing Company. And now I'm having Fall Down Juice uh, Imperial Hazy from Ravinia Brewing Company. So that's been my docket this evening. Even on a podcast, she's still out drinking all the boys. She's a beast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the name of that last one, Fall Down Juice. Actually, yeah, the Fall Down Juice is kind of fun. They have kangaroos and the one fell over. <laughs> so I kind of love the can art. But um, it's a 8.9%, 53 IBUs with Vic Secret and Eclipse Hops. And mm. it'll it'll knock your socks off. And I chose this for the last one, which was probably not the smartest, but you know, what what you gonna do? So. <laughs> is that an IPA? I didn't it, it is, uh, Imperial Sweet. Hazy. Nice. 
I mean, you do work at a brewery. There's probably a little bit of understanding to come in a little hungover. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, they don't like it when you come in hungover, but they don't mind if you leave a little tipsy. So, <laughs> well, I'm just going to assume you don't have to be to work at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that is true. My sleeping habits have changed since I started working at breweries rather than offices. That is a very different thing that I've come to terms with. So, I, you know, I was intending to have a dryish January outside of any commitments for the show. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but. I actually decided to stick with that original uh, fallen off plan tonight. And I had two NA beers from Athletic, which is out of my hometown of Stratford, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. um, and I mixed it up. And I think Wayne's had each one of these. Um, this is a tropical sour, non-alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And then this one is from their pilot program, Schwartz Beer, non-alcoholic. Uh, I love their shorts beer. Mm -hmm. I think I saw a variety pack at ABC from Athletic Brew. I mean, I, it was in a beer. I may have to try that. I will say, and Wayne can back me up, that as, as far as NAs go, NA, NAs go, Athletic can put something out there that can rival an actual beer. Yeah, we reviewed the Red IPA, and I was very impressed. It tasted very much like a Red IPA, so... Can't complain for sure. They they were pretty much rocking it. So my January is very wet compared to Chase's. So <laughs> so while we were setting up, I decided to uh, crack this one okay. open. This is the uh, uh, Trooper Day of the Dead um, oh, from uh, Robinson's, which very cool label, but it's just the regular trooper with a cool label on it. It was a nice full 4.7% 500 milliliter bottle. And then decided to switch up and go local with the uh, liabilities, the 12 number three oatmeal porter. Um, Chase loves the name of this one because it's called uh, Chase's mom has got it going on. <laughs> but we didn't name it. We didn't plan it. They brewed it. <laughs> I drank it. For an oatmeal porter, this is one of the good ones, and it's 7% ABV. Well, friends, unfortunately, we, don't, we always have to wrap up these fun segments. Final word around the table. Pump up whatever you want about your channels or anything otherwise important to you and or your brands and individual persons. Final Final word, friends. David, Mallory, Ryan. Right. Well, first off, thank you for having me on the channel. And uh, check out Dave's TV on YouTube. It's at DavesTV72. And uh, keep on drinking craft beer. And by the way, stickers are coming, and we'll be getting sent out here hopefully in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Nice. New logo. All righty. So, uh, I mean, we've already covered it extensively, but the BrewTuber get-together, which I'm super excited about. Uh, if you're interested, make sure to reach out to me. On February 1st, I'll be starting the Facebook group so we can start figuring out exactly where everyone wants to go. 
it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, highly recommended. And then, I mean, we're just going to keep chugging along and putting out the best content we can in the time that we have. And uh, if anyone listening to this is not subscribed to Dave's TV or Brian or anyone involved in this <laughs> right now, uh, you gotta, you gotta check out YouTube. You gotta check out these folks because these channels are amazing. If you're into craft beer, you're going to learn so much and have such a good time because these are great human beings. And yeah. So thank you so much for having us on the podcast. I, I know she was kind of half in half out, but uh, yeah, it's been a blast. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Chase and Wayne for having us on. And it's always nice getting to talk to everybody and hopefully reach out to some new people. Like Mallory said, we'd love to have you. Yeah, everybody's always welcome at the Hardcore Pub, you know, and bring a friend. I always say bring a friend, you know, turn somebody else on to the channels. Uh, they might like it more than you do. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, uh, Chu just popped his head in and wants to say something, too. Hi. <laughs> and <Hey. us>. Bye. <laughs> well, you got to get your hand in here. They can at least see it. Oh. There you go. <laughs> That's classic chew. Yeah. <laughs> and if you come to the oh. uh, convention, you actually see what's oh, yeah. connected. Yeah, he wants to let you know that if you come to the convention, you get to see what's connected to that hand from our videos. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to get people to come, though. You're scaring them off. I don't know about this, babe. <laughs> uh. <laughs> She married she married the face too, not just the hand. <laughs> I did. I did. I chose the face, but the face didn't have a handlebar mustache when I married him. He was clean shaven at that time. Uh, uh, this has been a long time coming, but uh, thanks, Dave, Mallory, Brian, and Chew's hand for coming on the show. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yeah, yes, thank you. This was a lot of fun. We love, we love all of you. We love supporting your channels. Um, and we hope we're putting out content to rival the effort that y'all put into your content as well. Um, but as always, we want to thank our sponsors, Promotion Graphics and Upstate Realty for promoting our on-site banner, which we always have around at our interviews with local breweries. We want to always shout out the great John Sharkey of the Greenville Craft Beer Festival from Floor Field for allowing our attendance every year to go around and do what we enjoy best, talking to people in this in this community and businesses. And of course, another great one, Eddie Whittingham, the owner of the official home of the Upstate Beer Boys podcast, the Clock Tower Taproom and Billiards in Simpsonville. Wayne, I hear a familiar tune. We're just boys. We, we like, like beer. beer. That's kind of hazy. Boys, let's make, make it clear. We're just boys. We're just boys. We like beer. We like beer. If you think that that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondells, IPAs, cider stouts from the USA. We're just boys. We like beer. We're just boys. We like beer. We like beer.
This is Eddie Whittingham with Clock Tower Taproom and Billiards, and you've been listening to the Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. Eddie Whittingham. From Clock Tower Tap Room, you're listening to Things I Should Have Known on the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. Don't bear to watch that your granddaddy gave you on aces and eights and some old river boat. Always watch out for a red-headed woman or government man when he's thirsty for us. Whoa, things that I should have. I'll have moments where there's no one behind me and then all of a sudden there's seven people behind me and then there's no one behind me again, all in the span of about five seconds. I can't match the music thing. <laughs> you don't want to hear me sing. Listen, I couldn't carry a tune in a dump truck, okay? It's a lot and a lot easier to cut things out when it's just audio. <laughs> that is true. Well, since she can't talk, if you'll look right here. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that's awkward. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's going to be a fun edit. He is LinkedIn. He can hear everything. He can now talk. I don't know if that's a better thing or a worse thing. Uh, <laughs> that is a craft from Imperfectly Me Crafts right there. That is a clock with this handsome dude on it. Drink this stuff before it gets out of date. I still got some holiday ales in there. <laughs> I looked at the script and I looked back and it was gone. Oh, he had to get another beer. Ah. It's, very, it's very important. Go figure. He's probably talking good about me. Dave, here's all your compliments. Problem is, you can't hear any of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling off Chu for talking while Dave was talking. <laughs> it's okay, Chu. My mom tripped over the uh, Wi-Fi. No, it's not just me. I wasn't trying to be rude, but I did mute Chu. <laughs> That's probably for the best right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it is. I think my uh, my AT&T fiber line has frozen solid and it's probably shattered. So yeah, our, our lights flickered here and I definitely lost all Wi-Fi and had to switch to the phone. So hopefully this all works out now, <laughs> but it's a little awkward. Uh, my dog ate my homework. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your mother heard you say that because she probably hit you with the walker. <laughs> no, I made sure I walked out of the room. Um, <gasps> Dave, what are you doing? I gotta get up and clock. <laughs> I do too. That's good to know, Brian. When you come to Chicago, I'm going to go around and do all of your cans so you think <laughs> you're done. <laughs>